Burgess, and you're listening to He Said, She Said, the one with books and bros. Here's some honesty that I'm going to lay out for you. I am doing this a second time because I cried too hard the first time. Um, I am coming to you live from the trenches of 2020. It's all getting to me just a little bit today. I'm just going to be honest. It's getting to me a little bit today. And um, there is a war going on in the heavenlies. It's very, uh, it's tangible. Uh, You are not unaware of it. And it is my prayer that today you get the rest you need and the grace you need and the hope you need and that you don't grow weary in well-doing, um, that you mount up on wings like eagles, that you run and don't faint. The Lord is for you. The Lord is with you. He is as close as the mention of his name. No matter where you're at, emotionally or physically or mentally today, I hope that you're able to remember that because it's the truth. Because no matter what anything looks like, it's the truth. The truth of his word does not fail or falter. A promise is a promise. He is going to do what he said. So having said that, and knowing full well the way that I feel today and where I'm at, I wanted to share a blog from 2013. I wrote this blog on February 9th, 2013. I was in Africa with um, my Cisco family and their beautiful children. Alana was 11. Stephen was 8. We were watching The Prince of Egypt. And uh, the Lord brought me back to this today, and I wanted to share it with you. We're most of the way through Prince of Egypt when she asked me, how could God have a death angel? My answer doesn't cover it, so she asks again, Why would God ever have a death angel? Today is not the day to tell her that he doesn't always make sense, although she'll learn it soon enough. Brains can run straight out of oxygen, attempting sense out of the senseless and wondering how and why just doesn't quite add up to fair. For someone who dislikes math as much as I did, I already know that she'll spend a shocking amount of time trying to stuff things into columns and line them up in rows, and that frustration will ebb and flow. Her years are barely in double digits, but that brain, that brain is working overtime. She had already asked me how they ended up in Egypt, and I had told her. I had told her how Joseph saved them from famine, and a family he had forgotten was returned to him. How pain isn't the only thing that forgets, but power forgets too, and she knew it already. There was a pharaoh who forgot Joseph wasn't there. I told her that there was. How I had just read that very story of their beginning in Goshen yesterday. How when Joseph died, he said to his brothers, I die, and God will surely visit you and bring you out of this land unto the land which he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I didn't tell her how I cried when I read it, because I realized that the Lord keeps his promises, and Joseph was right. But how he brought them out was through slavery. How I know full well that sometimes your miracle is not the one that you wanted. Many nights we prayed with no proof anyone could hear in our hearts a hopeful song we barely understood. How does a body keep breathing through long nights of prayer with no proof anyone can hear when the relationship you built your life on fails for no reason or cancer chokes the essence of the best people you know, when you do what he says and you fall on your face and the things that you count on slip out of your grasp, 
in empty bank accounts and empty beds and empty churches next to full hospitals and full soup kitchens and full coffins, how does a soul sing on? The practical one knows. He's only eight, but with the way his brain works, black is black, white is white, and we all move on and stop talking about it. The senseless makes sense much more easily to him. She asks when the seas have parted and they're all getting ready to take those first steps. Wouldn't you be scared? How do they know it won't come falling down or the sharks won't come flopping out or if they'll make it before the army? And he answers before I can. This is when you just have to trust God, Alana. This is when you just have to trust God. Now we are not afraid, although we know there's much to fear. We were moving mountains long before we knew we could. I struggle with even the smallest multiplication tables, so I love that I have a God who can do the math, that in a senseless world, the answer is simple. Just to trust him, that's all. Just to trust him and not to worry. He always keeps his promises and his word is something to stand on. And if you just walk on, if you step into that sea and let him take care of the rest, you're moving mountains you didn't even notice. There can be miracles when you believe, though hope is frail, it's hard to kill. Who knows what miracles you can achieve when you believe. Somehow you will, you will when you believe. You are brave, you know. You are brave and you are beautiful and you are making a difference in this world. When you get out of bed, when you smile on the street, when you praise in your pain and you show up to work and you put dinner on the table and you hug someone who's hurting, you are moving mountains. And one day, when you least expect it, the miracles you never wanted will lead up to the one that you did. I believe that because I believe him. When you get right down to it, really, that's the only thing that ever makes sense. It is 2020. And just honestly, a Sharknado would not surprise me at this point. It really, really wouldn't. But even if we're scared... And we don't know how we know the sea won't come falling down or sharks won't come flopping out or if we'll make it before the army. We've got to take one step at a time, put one foot in front of the other and just trust God. This is when we just have to trust God. We will see a victory together. We will hold the precious promises of God in our hands together. Let's all keep walking. Let's all keep trusting. Let's all keep moving forward into a future I still believe is brighter than we could ever imagine. And let's all be better together. You've been listening to He Said, She Said, The One with Books and Bros. Hopefully something you've heard made you smile, inspired you to think, or called you nearer to a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Thank you for taking time. Thank you for making space. We'll catch you next week, same time, same place.